Hello, NFT enthusiasts, collectors, creators, and the ilk of that nature from around the world. This is the Nifty Show. I'm Joel Kahn, and that other fellow over there, that would be Sir Lord Travis Wright with an extremely long title that I can never remember anymore. We need to update these, uh, producer, Sir Lord Travis Sir Lord Joel Kahn. I mean, <clears throat> where's the where's the honor? Where's the pomp? Where's the circumstance? Where's the <laughs> Sir Lord Archbishop Travis Wright, ti- uh, Doctor of Space and Time. And It'd be these Lord. real teeny little titles. <laughs> and, you, know, you can't even read them. If well, you can it's read amazing. This- you can get all these certificates from all over. So it's like, I know. I, actually, I got mine. It's in a box. I can show you. I'm now officially Archbishop. You are certifiable. That's for sure. <laughs> so, you know, one of the um, the topics in the NFT world, especially for creators, is how to pull off a successful launch with so many projects launching every day now. I like to go into Rarity Tools and uh, into uh, what's coming up on Wax Guide and look at what has launched and how many they've sold and the number of projects that are selling out are getting smaller and smaller just because there's so many more projects out there. Uh, But there are people who have succeeded quite well in the space and they have some methodologies that have worked for them. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Mr. Arvin Kamsay, who is a Fortune 500 marketer and an NFT marketer to the show. Uh, Arvin, how you doing, bro? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, you have, um, you've worked with some NFT projects that have sold out to the tune of millions of dollars. And so wanted to bring you on here today to share about some of the best practices. I think it's going to be really useful for people. But why don't you give us like the the 32nd version of your background and then we'll jump in. Yeah, sure. So um, I got into I got into marketing back in 2012. And um, I've, you know, I've worked with a lot of small businesses and then I got into working with larger companies, public companies, doing their investor relationship marketing. And then when the time for NFT was very hot, which is still um, the case, um, I got into, first I started as trading NFTs and then um, I had a successful launch with one artist in Italy, had a proof of concept, and then I got into actually doing it on a larger scale um, and, you know, had like brands like Woman of Crypto uh, hit top 40 on the OpenSea, number one, trending on OpenSea, number one on IC Tools. Um, and yeah, and I continue to uh, to work with, you know, projects when I, when I hit the top five. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. This whole NFT space, you know, it's new to a whole lot of people. We're, we, you know, Joel and I, we I think we mentioned um, NFTs for the first time in 2017, which some have said it's actually the first time a podcast actually even said anything about NFTs. Now we're starting to notice more marketers and more people that have been in the digital space coming into this. I mean, hell, Gary V hadn't even heard about NFTs last January, and then he sold $90 million worth of, worth of NFTs. So let me ask you this. When you're vetting a project, right, and, I, and, and we're looking at your website here at selloutnfts.io, um, when you're looking and you're vetting a project, what what are some of the things that you're looking for to find, to, to see like, oh, this is a million dollar, this is a sellout project. What are some of those key attributes you're looking for? Yeah. So, um, the way actually I work with people, I don't, uh, just, you know, get into like, just have a, have a call with them and then just get into working with people. It's more like 
I do a few consultations with them. I get to know them. Um, I get to see like what their ideas like, um, the roadmaps and everything. And you can kind of tell if, um, you know, let's say they have the stuff on the roadmap that's just like another brand. They kind of copy paste the things, not a lot of thoughts go, uh, go into it. If, uh, if they're a docs team or not, if they have any experience in the, you know, actually making money online or they're just like complete newbies. Um, and so there's a lot of things that I look for. And then also, I think the biggest thing I think about is like, do they have a plan past their mint date? Because a lot of people coming in and just thinking, oh, here's what we're going to do um, to like to sell out. And like, here's our plan, blah, blah, blah. But then they never talk. Some, some people never talk about like, what's OK, what are you going to do after? What are you going to do after um, you sold out? And so those take are- the money. I'm going to take the money. That's yeah, what I'm buy, buy board apes. Um, right, yeah. Go to some villa in Italy, drinking drinking margarita while other people, you know, still yeah, not, not serving the audience. Uh, yeah. So one of, one of the projects you worked on was this one right here, San yeah. Vegas Casino Club. I bought one of these. I minted one during oh, wow. the sale. I did not know that it was yours, but um, cool. this one this one sold out and brought in how much? Uh, over five million. So they had one 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 at. The price point was 0.07 at a time. That was about 600 bucks. Um, and uh, this was in, so they started with me. They had like 86 members, December, I want to say 14th. Um, and then on December 27th, we hit about 80K, um, actually, sorry, 30K uh, Discord members. Um, and then we sold out about a day later in uh, 20 hours. Wow. That's just one of the projects. What I what I want to do is I want to make this instructional here. So um, one of the most instructional things for me when people consult with me is I tell them what not to do, right? Because you can save somebody a lot of money if they don't make fatal errors. So what are some of the things that you tell people launching NFTs to avoid like the plague? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that a lot of people who are getting into NFTs, sometimes they're just artists and they do, they found some developers and a bunch of other team members and they, they're trying to launch. They don't necessarily have a lot of experience in business or internet marketing. And so sometimes just taking it like very seriously, just like any other business, I think that's like a really good mindset. But there are little details too. Like for example, as far as mint date, like when to have your mint date. Um, I think it's very important, obviously, not to have it. And, and again, this is obviously very uh, understandably important to think about these things ahead of the time. But you don't want it to be uh, right around a time where there's like the largest project, let's say, in the NFT world is doing their launch because everyone's just going to be focused on them instead of instead of your project. Right. Um, you also want to do like a proper deployment of that. So meaning you don't. So there was one project. They hit their numbers on Discord, Twitter. Um, and randomly they just made an announcement said like in two days, we're going to have our mint date. So they didn't declare it until then, but the problem was no one knew, like, it's not like everyone's sitting on discord. Um, everyone's just like following Twitter. They, they know exactly what you, what you're going to do. And they know, like they can't read your mind. So you have to do like proper, uh, deployment of the mint date, meaning like you need at least like seven days, um, actually doing retargeting on social media platforms. Um, talking about it with like making a lot of announcements. You need a lot of good hypes, like maybe even influencers talking about your your stuff. Um, another point I've seen, which is 
um, becoming even like more prevalent right now is website getting hacked or crashed. Um, uh, the discords getting hacked as well. So those things are becoming a lot more prevalent right now. And it's, it's actually, it's something that people can avoid. Like basically don't like on discord, for example, don't give access to people, um, that you, they don't need to have certain access. Um, and for website, I mean, obviously like, for example, woman of crypto, they hit, they had like a million hits on their, um, whitelist day. Um, and so, and the website crashed. So it happens like to a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of brands actually, actually like thinking about it, every single brand I worked with, their website crashed on their, um, on their main day. So I think that's something that they can avoid. And it's actually very important because if, for example, on the day the whitelisters are actually, um, minting, if the website crashes and this happened to one brand I was advising, um, if the website crashes and no one mints because they just physically cannot, then a lot of newbies, they don't follow every single news on Discord or they don't follow everything. They just think this project is a bomb. Like they, they're just not going to go mint on the public sale. And so that could just accidentally make the project just not, you know, not go really well. Um, I think another thing is like how people acquiring their uh, Discord members and Twitter members, uh, I guess Twitter followers, so like there's mass DM, there's shilling where people do like maybe hire someone for $4 an hour going to different Discord servers, talking with people, engaging them. So they get a lot of numbers on their Discord. There's vanity, you know, for vanity, I think. Um, and then on the mint date, they get surprised because they're like, wait, we had all these people. How come they didn't mint? And um, out of, I want to say five brands that they came to me after they didn't do well on their mint date. Um, out of the five, all five of them, they built their Discord and Twitter with MassDM and the type of shilling I was telling you about. Um, another one I would say is uh, giving away whitelisters um, with like zero, w- without asking any commitment. And people like, so let's say um, the the opposite of that, for, for example, for Woman of Crypto, I actually advise them to, to, to say, hey, um, everyone needs to be at least level five engager on Discord um, and then also invite two friends or boost the server a bunch of times um, and maybe invite like five friends. So for people who have time, basically engage, who don't have time, uh, they could just basically pay for it. Um, they ended up doing something even crazier. They, they ended up doing level 10 engager on Discord um, and then invite 10 friends um, and then also filling out an application. So um, that actually ended up making it like very certain for us going into the um, the day where whitelisters were minting, knowing that they're actually going to mint because they, they just showed a huge commitment. Uh, so those are some of the big things I would say, um, I guess, not to do. Um, and, uh, and of course there's, there's more things, but those are some of the big, I would say big factors that goes into like how not to do it. Right. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You build a nice community, but if they're full of a bunch of people who aren't going to buy and they've just been shilled to, and it's like that technique has been so beaten that it's like, in some cases getting DMS, if you don't have DM shut off, like you're getting inundated by hundreds of DMS. And it's like, ah, I can't even find the servers I want to join. And it, it, it kills my love of discord. I still, I still have to go through and I, I bet I got another two, 300 DMs. I, got, I finally shut DMs off again. 
because I was in one one DM group that said, oh, make sure you turn your DMs on to be able to verify to get in this channel. And then I did. And then I forgot to shut it off. And then I just got spammy. So that was just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's spammy in nature, and then also it doesn't work. So, I mean, I don't know. They're not buying. Do it. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to buy. They're just yeah. going to say GM on your Discord for one day, and then wow. that's all they're going to do. Now, is and there a way that you found to to um, to identify big NFT purchasers or people who have a lot of NFTs? And then, you know, on the Ethereum blockchain to be able to reach out to them? Is there some technique on that yet that's, that's maybe inexpensive? Maybe you can... You could you could mint them something in, in in Polygon or something to let them know about it or or is there any promotional stuff that you've done in that area to find people who have a lot yeah. of money in their wallet? Is that well, find yeah. people not has a lot of money, but maybe has a lot of, of NFTs and and, oh. and badass NFTs. Well, one of one of the things I ask people to do, and this is obviously things are evolving in the NFT world. Like I, I have a running joke with uh, with the, some of my friends. I'm like, if I take a day off, um, like it's almost like being behind for like 10 years. Um, so I I think one of the things that I started asking brands to do is actually in the whitelist application, ask people to show us their wallet. Um, and so we ask them and then we'll actually go and check, first of all, if they have the funding to be able to mint. If they don't, we'll actually send them a message, say, hey, um, looks like you don't have it. Are you going to have the funding to actually mint, right? Mm, that's smart. Yeah. That's a smart approach right there. I like that. Yeah. And so be able and, to verify you have those that, that that coin in there. Beautiful. Yeah, and it's also like it just opens up that conversation. It's like, hey, this is a real thing. Like we're not just like joking around, just uh, you know, getting a bunch of uh, wallet addresses into a spreadsheet for no reason, right? So so that's that's the concept. But then um, now as we're doing that, we also that person who's going through those, they're gonna find out some people obviously have a lot of NFTs, right? So a lot of things going on in their wallet, and then. We would just, uh, so what we've done historically is we would just uh, send them a message and say, hey, like, just basically engage them in a different way. Like, uh, and sometimes even just like give them specific roles on, on Discord. Um, so for example, for almost every brand that we worked with, we ended up having whales coming into the Discord. Um, and then we would just have them there uh, to be in, inside a specific channel that was like private to them. They could chat with among themselves as well. I mean, they still would participate in the actual like community but um sometimes they like to have their own close-knit community as well so things like that if you do it adds value to them and then also you could you could do things for them too so one of the things for example woman of uh crypto did uh we so we basically created a specific uh nft for paris hilton send it her way and then she retweeted it um and so like things like that you could do you could just create a specific nft send it mm. to a lot of people I did so at this time, you probably have a nice collection of wallets of some of these NFT influencers that you've already done the research on. You know, this ETH address is Paris Hilton's. We know this one's Gary V's because, well, for one, he's got it's, it's verified. Yeah. But, oh, we know this one's Pranksy. We know this one's Jake Paul. We know this one's whoever. And so that's a nice thing to be able to do to be able to drop stuff to them. 100%. 100%. And there's also like a there's a there's a I think a bunch of websites where they analyze uh, wallets of whales. So you can go there and also check out like what they're doing. Sometimes they link uh, their wallets to a handle and you can go, go check out their stuff, um, kind of connect with them and, you know, engage them and, and possibly, you know, get them interested in your project as well. So 
what are some of the other things that you do then on Twitter and Discord that aren't spammy to build a massive audience? Because as I'm looking here on your uh, your website, which is soldoutnfts.io, you do sell consulting. 20,000 plus Discord in two weeks for, you know, the the Vegas club, the casino club. Uh, you sold out tw- one, two, three, four, five NFTs of this one. Now, you did a 40-minute call with National Parks NFTs, which I picked up a couple of those aftermarket too, just because I thought they were cool. What are you telling people on these calls? I know you want them to pay you, but give us a teaser. Cool. Um, yeah, so as for Discord, uh, my I would say my bread and butter is – uh, paid ads and paid influencers. So what I like to do is at the very, I mean, this is a very elaborate structure, but at the very beginning, I like to start the uh, Discord and Twitter with influencers because you just get a rush of people coming in and it just creates that huge hype for people. Actually, funny enough, a lot of people like talk about, talk, uh, you know, talk negatively about some of the brands saying like, how come they just have like one or two posts on Twitter and then they have so many followers or like, how come they just have like, they just open their discord and they have so many people in the discord. That's literally been most of the brands I worked with and it's not fake. Like for example, woman of crypto is we had probably like 10,000 discord members first four or five days. And it's because of the influencers. Um, so they talk about it. Like we just had recently another brand like shattered orbs. Um, we got, uh, an influencer talk about it. We got like a, probably about 2000 people just rushing into the discord. So, so I think that's, that's the beginning of it. Um, and then, and then what I like to do is to run ads on this, uh, run ads on Twitter, um, Instagram, Reddit, and Quora. So all those platforms now on Instagram, you can actually get new discord members for about 0.5 to a dollar, uh, per, uh, person. Um, meaning you run ads directly to Discord, which is, by the way, not something any other platforms you can do. Obviously, it's like uh, you cannot take people to a domain that you don't own. But for whatever reason, Instagram just going after their own rules, letting you actually run ads directly to Discord. So that's one of the ways. Like currently, uh, a lot of the a lot of people that I consult, they're getting a lot of members. Now, there's pros and cons with um, people from Instagram because they could be a lot of them could be like newbies so then you have to like have good education inside the discord to um, show them how to do things but then if you are sure that you don't want newbies in your discord or twitter then the best way is um reddit quora and twitter so those are the platforms to run ads on of course they have like an approval process for nft ads not everyone can run nft ads on them so on and so forth but um the the cool things with uh, with Twitter, for example, you can literally scrape usernames of a specific influencer or a brand um, and then upload it on Twitter as an audience and then run ads to it. So, um, for example, for Woman of Crypto, um, I ran ads to a brand on OpenSea that's on, I would say, on top 40 that... It has a similar audience. I think people could figure it out to, to figure out like what brand that is. Um, and because we knew like if we f- we basically target their followers, they're gonna be they're gonna have that interest to come and follow us as well and uh, possibly mint from our project as well. The other thing like happened was like we found out 
um, randomly, like a lot of people from the project Doodle, um, they were in a woman of crypto discord. So we run ads to uh, Doodle's followers as well. Now, this is something a lot of people would do with like mass DM, which is like in a spammy way. And it's also not like uh, not effective, really. Like, you know, you send uh, you basically send volume of messages to a Discord server that you don't own. But with ads, you can just do attraction marketing. You can get in front of people. If they like it, obviously, they they respond. If they don't, they don't. Does that make sense? Very good. There's so much to unwrap yeah. on all these things here. And there's a lot of different strategies and, and technologies. And what about, I know we're wrapping up here on our time, but what about what about airdrops? I've seen that it, sometimes airdrops can work pretty well. What are your thoughts on those as a general growing the community, maybe even finding per- purchasers of, the, of your NFTs? So do you mean uh, airdropping, airdropping NFTs to like an well, like doing airdropping, con- like doing a contest, right? Where you're like saying, all right, do this, do that. Join our Telegram, oh, join our Twitter. Yep. Maybe you win this, win this, win this. Because we're, we're, I'm working on a project. We're giving away some USDC and we're giving away some, some a few mint passes as well. Yeah. And then, and then it's basically they got to retweet it. They got to, you know, like it, share it with some friends. Yeah. And then it's like uh, of that, we're like fishing for fishing for you know you know people who are interested for sure um for giveaways on twitter i like to give away whitelist spots on discord i like to give away nfts um and then on uh, now when you give away crypto the only problem or cash the only problem is like you may get people just want crypto or cash not necessarily want the nfts so what i tell people give away physical things um that people care about so for example national um national art they gave away like postcards or like things like that where people actually cared about um, because and it was relevant to their project. So I like those better because you attract the right type of people. But uh, the concept of like doing contests inside your Discord, that's awesome. We did that for um, San Vegas Casino Club. We would do a lot of missions. We would say, hey, go rate this a specific post from like this influencer or uh, like on YouTube or Twitter. And then we're going to give away like you know, NFTs, or we're going to give away like a bunch of cash and crypto and people would just go crazy. People would just uh, like get super excited and, and do it. And we would also just grow our following like fairly quickly from that. Hmm. If you guys want to know more, uh, it seems like Arvin knows what he's talking about. You can go to his website at soldoutnfts.io and uh, check out some of the case studies and what he's got to offer. Arvin, thanks for uh, for coming on today and sharing with us, man, for, for free. We appreciate that, given uh, your time. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, Travis, there's just such a great need for uh, for people to understand NFT marketing. We've been able to apply a lot of what we know and, you know, out of all of the launches we've done, we've sold out all but one. Um, so, you know, but it, that's the wax ecosystem. There's Ethereum in Solana is a different beast, right? Totally, totally different beast. And and actually the project that I'm working on right now, Soul Shamans, soulshamans.com, actually was going to launch it on Solana but soul also means sun. Solana was so congested. You couldn't even launch a smart contract after their DDoS attack. And then they got hacked for like $90 million worth of ETH or whatever. And it was just like, ah, we're going on Matic, baby. And then the fact of going on Matic means you get to be on OpenSea. So it's like you got to weigh all the different sort of uh, pros and cons 
where you're going to launch, what you're going to do. Also, the timing is important. Mm -hmm. I think the reason we didn't sell out one of the projects was like the market tank, like 12%. That Worst day. day ever. Worst day Worst ever. day to launch a thing was yeah. that. You, so timing is important as well. That was a, that was a great interview right there. Very you valuable. So long Solana. Uh, so, Anyway, we appreciate you guys watching. Lots more great content. You're coming here this way somewhere. Words jumbled. Nifty show. Nifty, keep it. Wait, that's not right. Looking into Stay the nifty, future, bitches. what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles. We call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts you'll know. Joel and Zach say this will blow. The Lord is already set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy, the Nifty Show!